Father, as we hear this kingdom word today, we combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing shall be withheld from us. Amen, amen, amen. Now turn in your book, Bibles to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah chapter 60. There's another couple. I don't see them here, but I'll talk about them possibly Sunday when I see them. Uh, they just, I got the message that they just got the home that they were desiring. So that happened for them. We're excited for them. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light. The king and the king and kings to your to the brightness of your rising lift up your eyes all around and see they all gather together they come to you your sons and your sons shall come from afar far and your daughters shall be nursed at your side then you shall see and be radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for these precious moments that we have. We thank you for the operation of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do anything without him. If we choose to do things without him, Father, we're totally and completely outside of your will. So we thank you for the precious Holy Spirit that pulls things from the word of God that will be applicable for the advancement of your people. So we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Stimulate my mind. Don't let me think like Stephen Davis. God, begin to enlarge my heart. Fill it with your word that when I open up my mouth, everything that I say will be things that you have already released into the earth. And God, you just need an announcement to be made in the earth concerning what you have released from heaven. So we give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Go ahead and take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I am going to read those same verses of scripture out of the Message Bible for you. We've been talking about King Glory, uh, and some of you don't understand what the glory really is because uh, a lot of times we think glory is just having a hype church service. Glory is much more than that. As you saw in the scriptures as I was reading, there's much more to glory than just having a, a high church service. So I want to walk you through uh, some things that I feel like are very helpful. Uh, I understand a level of glory because I've been walking in it for a long period of time, which demand that I keep a certain level of order because I attract glory. I realized when I started that I was not capable without God. So what I've done is I summons more of his glory to give me the ability to do what I do. And I knew once I started getting more courageous about my approach, I would attract enemies that I didn't want to fight. So I needed glory to protect me from the foolishness that goes along with people when you start to rise from a place of obscurity into a place of notoriety. 
So you need glory to protect you. Some of you need glory and you're not even in, you're not a pastor. You're not even in ministry. You need glory to cover you in the marketplace because there's some vicious folks. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, let's read the next uh, uh, scripture out of the uh, message Bible. uh, Isaiah 60 verse 1. Are y'all ready? Uh, Get out. (laughs) Get out of bed, Jerusalem. These are God's people. Wake up. Put your face into sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sink in deep darkness. But God raises you up. His sunrise glory breaks over you. Nations will come to your light. Kings to, listen to this, kings to your sun, what? Burst brightness. Look up, look around, watch as they gather, watch as they approach you. Your sons coming from great distances, your daughters carried by their nannies. When you see them coming, you'll smile, big smile. Your heart will swell and yes, burst. All those people returning by sea from for the reunion, a rich harvest of exiles gathering in from the nations. Now that's extremely powerful and not church. It's extremely powerful and not church. I've been talking about King Glory, and this is part three of King Glory. These scriptures I read years ago. Years ago, uh, I don't know if it was a dream or a vision, but we were in the building that we started in on Main Street in Penton, and I saw chartered buses pulling up to the building, uh, some from Atlanta, uh, some from North Carolina, South Carolina, some from Florida, some from uh, Tennessee. And this is what I saw in the vision. And this is when we had less than 30 people. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you national and international exposure. So I believe what he said then. He said, the glory of the Lord is going to fall on the ministry. So when glory started falling, things started happening that I didn't have the ability nor my wife to facilitate all the understanding of the thing. We just knew that we were inadequate and we needed something greater than us to be on the ministry if what he showed us was going to come to pass. What he has showed you is too big for you to try to carry alone. Now, let me walk you through glory because I've, uh, you know, a lot of people got offended because, you know, they don't keep order in their house. That's why no glory is in their house. Glory can't stay where there's disorder. If you're not going to set order, you're not going to have glory. Which means glory is not just the atmosphere in the house. It's the resources of heaven in the room. It is the resources of heaven in the room. So when you start talking about glory, you start seeing all kind of things start to happen. Your sons and your daughters, your sons coming from afar. People want to bring their family members in. Family members are attracted to glory, not your church service. A part of this scripture, if you want to reach the world, they don't care if pandemic is going on because they're packing stadiums out. 
So if they're packing stadiums out, that tells me we can pack a stadium out if we produce what's needed in order to attract glory. Now, this is the thing because we have so much, and I don't want to get too much into the disorder thing, but if you're not the boss, you're in the employee. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. So don't try to be the boss because you're the employee. So for you to try to be the boss means you're in disorder. So you're creating all kind of chaos in the room. And so it begins to erupt. So the church that is now built for glory, the praise and worship is supposed to create glory in the house. That's why you have praise and worship so that you can start to create glory in the house. It is not for us to do anything else. It is for us to create glory so that the presence of God can come and sit down amongst his people and give people the ability to, to do things that they normally would not be able to do without glory. So the Lord says, this is the time I am going to rise and shine on you. So because of ways you think, because of the disorder in the house, when the announcement is made, because you think your gift supersedes the other gift, your gift is influenced by your pain and your agony of your past. And now you're missing the message because everything that God says has to filter through all the disappointments you've gone through in your life. And therefore, the voice of God is lost in all the disappointments. My daddy didn't treat me right. My five husbands didn't treat me right. My brother didn't treat me right. My mother didn't treat me right. My job didn't treat me right. So you have to go, the voice of God has to go all through all the mistreatment in your life. And by the time it makes it to you, the glory is gone. So you have to be careful when you think you'll know it all. All you know is your pain. You don't know what God is saying in this moment. And everything you do is a response to your pain and not to the announcement that glory is in the house. And you probably think you hear from God, but I believe it's a negative emotion based on something you hadn't gotten resolved in your soul. Because God, when he shows up, he doesn't want to talk to your soul. He wants to heal your soul. So if you got to work through all that mystery, by the time you get to the place that where God's supposed to be operating, it's almost too late. You're at the tail when you should have been the head. And I came to tell somebody if I can get a little bit preaching because glory's on me. I ain't waiting on you to try to figure out if you're going to serve or not, if you're going to follow or not, if you're going to support or not. While you're sitting there having that inward conversation that will never be resolved until glory shows up in your life and you can see all the mm -hmm. But you got to understand that something's on the way. Something is already here something is breaking through the atmosphere and if you don't open yourself up again got all those skeletons in your closet if I was you I would start I would start pulling them out saying you're not gonna hinder me in this season you jacked up too many opportunities for me I'm still sitting here in a rut and I think I got it going on but I don't have it going on because glory is what causes that to happen you're not supportive <laughs> tell me why you don't believe because if you can't tell me there's some unresolved thing that we need to get you to ask some questions about what hurt you then that's impacting you now okay, okay. because when glory shows up 
the devil starts working on all these negative emotions in the room to bring disorder because wherever disorder is glory has to remove itself so if there's a lot of disorder because God don't want to kill you with your mm-hmm self so he has to withdraw himself so every time it's coming up to Pentecost confusion breaks out in your employees confusion breaks out in your leadership confusion breaks out in those who think they're smart enough to run the earth because the devil knows if glory ever hits the church it's going to flip that thing and not only are you going to be working for your boss your boss is going to be working for the church See, they have a problem with this. God, the church is God's institution. And now how in the hell you going to start believing in stuff out there more than you believe in the church? It's because the glory left the church. I came to bring the glory back to the house of God so we can rule, subdue, and take dominion. Get sick and see what happened. Get cancer and see what happens. Get some kind of diagnosis and see what happens. If glory don't show up, you got an expiration date. But if glory shows up, God's able to touch it from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Somebody shout glory. until they need me they do the same thing to God why weren't you calling on God when you were up why did you have to wait till you got down to call on God ah uh, he's too bold up in here not when cancer has you not when your children are acting a fool not when things are in chaos in your bed why don't you have a problem then why is it a problem why you are every one of us goes through a dip baby you better make sure you got glory in the dip out to me I hadn't seen in 10 years because when trouble comes all your arrogance it leaves I said when trouble comes all your arrogance it leaves I'm not Mr. It or that I just need some help and I'm telling you right now why not restore your relationship with God restore your relationship with the church restore your relationship so the glory can always be on your life see I never knew when I was going to get in trouble so I dressed in glory from the very beginning and it's never let up more understandable more practical the more practical it becomes the more glory leaves there is no way with a carnal mind you're going to understand the glory of God coming and sitting down amongst God's people not with that mind so make it understandable keep feeding us milk You can never operate in tremendous power on milk. I got to get you off the breast so that you can experience the glory. 
I'm going to say it again. I have to get you off of the press so that you can experience glory. So, the, the, the problem with glory, you can't be foolish. You can't be out of order. You can't be talking about the pastor and his family. When glory shows up, you can't be talking about senior leadership and think things are going to be okay. You can't be coming against the order of the house and the house is functioning fine. And you can't do that and, be, and, and, and the glory be in the house. Because all that stuff stops when glory is in the house. All you pastors better give me an amen because you need glory in the house. Your reception is against you. Your administration is against you. Your armor bearing is against you. Everybody is against you and you don't even know it. Judas sat right there next to Jesus. Your enemies are sitting close. That's why you need glory. They don't realize they're Judas until you turn the lights on. Judas did not know he was Judas until Jesus said, that that thou doest, do it quickly. With the lights out, everybody thinks they love you. With the lights out, everybody thinks they're supportive of you. With the lights out, everybody, because they paid their tithe, they feel like they're all in. But that is not the truth. Somebody shout, turn the lights on. Let me, let me do this. Let me do this. Now, you know, Nikita, you were working for the airport. Correct. Okay. Why didn't they say, let us create a job and a salary for you? Because it's the world. So let me, let me, let me educate you. When the cuts come, they not going to create no cleaning job for you. Get, get a revelation, those of you who are in idolatry. Miss too many days. They don't understand your child care. They don't yield to your child care. They don't yield to the fact that you got three or four doctor's appointments in one week. If you don't have enough sick time nor vacation time, you out of time. Somebody shout glory. Keep go, go in there late several times and see what happens. Don't clock in when you're supposed to clock in or log on when you're supposed to log on. Even if you're working from home and see what happens. God is the only one gracious enough to look over your insecurities, under, over your flaws, over your tardiness, over your like a full commitment. See, God still loves you in spite of how slothful you've been about his house and his. Still, when you cry out, he said, I, I need to bless them anyway. I need to give them a word. They ain't done nothing with the word I gave them from two weeks ago, but I'm going to give them another word. How many of us think that we belong in the church, but God said, you don't belong, but I want you anyway. He said, I'm married to the backslider. How many of us are in a backslidden 
position and God says, I'm still in covenant with you. trouble they start touching stuff that's hot this house is hot this house is hot it's not hot for destruction it's hot for the advancement of God's people God says I want to sit down with a group of people and I want to do something that Birmingham has not seen God is ready to shine on us as a people. God is ready to shine on us as a people. God is ready to shine on us as a people. That is not a prophet you're talking to. That's a psychic. When you turn the lights on, you will see that you're talking to a psychic because that brings much confusion into your life. And you wonder why your thoughts are all scrambled because you're listening to a psychic instead of your prophet. God is ready to shine on us as a people. He's ready to shine on us. Deep darkness, the reason things are so chaotic out there and because of the pandemic and, and you, can't, you can't hardly trust anybody. That tells you how much darkness is around. When you got to think, can I trust them? Can I trust them? And you can't figure out who to get to do what for you. That's darkness. That's darkness. We got to turn the lights on. I promise you, there's, no, no, there's not many people you can trust. Only a few people you can trust. But you got to turn the lights on to see them. Some people are so fatigued now because they can't trust anybody. You start getting any level of success, you don't know who to give it to because everybody keeps slipping out on you before you can ever get anything done and it's getting so treacherous we got to turn the lights on so you can hand it to anybody and know everything is going to be taken care of and it's going to be taken care of well some people can't even trust their spouse they can't even trust their children trust it seems like it's gone out of the window because there's no glory because when glory shows up God will check them before they ever misuse you I never worried about what was going on because when glory is around it'll check whatever heinous person is around me that's why you need glory you ain't got time to be staying up all night making notes and everything and trying to track people looking for all the red flags you just got to get some glory around you when glory gets around you you ain't got to do no background check like that because glory's around you you ain't got time to be doing all that petty you need glory around you scare the hell out of them with the glory Church 
was not an essential. Now, let's take it a little further. The people of the church said the church was not an essential. So they went to work and they went to restoration, but they won't come to church because they don't feel like the church is an essential. But glory, huh, yeah, you didn't know it was coming. I came to tell you it's already here. We, we, we made our allegiance to everything but God because we don't equate the church being connected to God. But God said my oasis in the earth is a church. Why, why, you, why do you, if you don't think we're an essential, why do you ask us to pray when you're sick? God will choose the darkest times to manifest the light of his glory. He will choose the darkest times. See, you can always tell when God's going to show up. It's the darkest times in the earth. You can tell in the beginning of the Bible, darkness covered the face of the earth and then God showed up. It's when it's in the darkest times that God showed up. Somebody said, well, when is God going to show up? It's not dark enough yet, but when it gets dark enough, when it gets chaotic enough, when there's enough homicides going on in the city and the police officers and the sheriffs and the mayors can't stop it, when it gets dark enough, God finds him a church. He finds him a group of people who understands order, who understands the direction that heaven is sent to the earth and all of a sudden he'll start raising them up. Why? Because God wants to dispel the darkness. You can't dispel darkness without light. So he picks the darkest time. The darkest time is just before day. So many people, I'm like, why are you giving up in the darkest times? The darkest times and announcing to you that it's God's time. And the worst times, in the worst times, I get excited. I get excited when everybody turns on me. You want to know why? That's your best time. God, you about to show up. I ain't got enough fists. I ain't got enough scripture. I ain't got enough prayer to fix this things. Now you got to show up. You are Jehovah. Shut up, meaning God is present. So I don't get discouraged when it seems like I'm about overtaking. I get excited because somebody's about to flex their muscles in the midst of us. And his name is Jehovah. His name is God Almighty. But because that's what he does in dark times. I didn't mean to mess with your career. But I got to get you. God's got an anointing on your life. What did God call you to do versus what you're doing? I need to get your line back up again. You're settling for this position. God wants to take you to be in the primary influencer and if he takes you to being the primary influencer you can orchestrate prayer godly prayer in that place they may say why we're praying it's because i'm the boss that's why we're praying children leave home not just at night at, in the day some of us are so paranoid about our children and nervous about our children because it's dark let me help you in my neighborhood it's not dark and I can go home 
feel safe in my neighborhood. But there are neighborhoods that's not close to me that are dark. And I'm sure I have some influence with somebody in that neighborhood. It's time to light the neighborhood up. I'm sorry in my nice house where I can sleep in a different room anytime I get ready, but that's not enough when I know my brothers and sisters are in dark places. So when they're in dark places, it's my job to pull on glory, pull glory into this place because they can't figure their way out because the lights are out. But when we turn the lights on with God's glory, they can start getting creative ideas and putting things in place and steps and get goals and tactics and put them in place and begin to progress out of a place. But don't forget about the dark place you came out of. Now we gotta figure out how to get back to the neighborhood and light it up. Put up a tent, run a few services, give out some food, give out something, do something back there because we're the only light that they're gonna see. There's some mothers that don't understand that, that, that the son about to go out their mothers in here that lost their son to a dark well but we're gonna go light it up we're gonna grab a hold of every mother and we're gonna start lighting it up and we're gonna start doing some stuff while we doing some things because we're gonna light it up i'm not gonna sit up there in my plush house riding the boat on my on my lake i know i'm coming i'm coming why because the glory of god is needed Let me tell you something. Anybody that wants you to turn your lights out to be close to you. <laughs> God will draw people from all around. Stay awake to see it. It said in the message Bible, a reunion. God will draw people all around stay awake to see it if you're not awake if you're not aware you won't recognize it I've been doing this long enough I'm like don't y'all see what's happening why in the world would I say we're going to pay this building off next month if we wasn't close put two and two together but it's all about paying a building off well, you got a house. Why not God has a have a house? You want your house debt free? Why not let God's house be debt free? God didn't create the debt. You have to have a place for the people. I'm done spending all my energy trying to keep something that's trying to figure out how to lead me. You're using too much energy trying to make somebody comfortable that'll never be comfortable because of who you are. Who you are makes them uncomfortable. So you can switch the furniture around. You can give them the best bedroom in the house. They will never be comfortable in your presence because they don't like you. Find somebody that is celebrating the fact that you are alive and you're wild and you exist. Is there anybody up in here that knows that there are people who celebrate your existence? I preached up here. 
I preached right here. I preached and taught down here. I've been through every type of dilemma in my giftings and nothing satisfied them. Just go ahead and do what you do. Just go ahead and do what you do. Don't water it down. Don't come down to their level. Maybe you're irritating a devil that they need to be delivered from. So take it up. 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 Because when you get more of the light, light irritates darkness. People who want light are drawn from darkness into God's marvelous light. desires to leave you or change it so they'll feel comfortable with you. If I got to turn all the lights out for you to be comfortable, I'm going to brighten them up. Because it's not about that. You got too many people coming, sons coming from afar, looking for the light. Drug addicts, drug dealers coming, looking for the light. Prostitutes, leave them but that dress alone. They can come in here in their skirts. When the glory comes on them, it'll change that. Don't mess with them anymore. You just a private sinner. They're public sinners. But we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. you know how to dress now that you know how to talk like a Christian or a believer I don't even know what that is now we have behavior that doesn't make us look like what we are instead of letting the glory come and change us from the inside out I don't want it cleaned up when I see it I want to see the progression in its life because it brings more faith in my life to keep doing what I'm doing because God is transforming life through the glory of God when we miss it we miss the chasing folks that's when we, we miss it chasing folks this is what I done I realized the folks I was chasing wasn't tithing which meant they were taking up space people want myself and Lady Davies to walk around like we from Bear Lair I guess you know, because it seems like the higher you go, you ain't supposed to speak to people. Not supposed to, you know, be cordial with people, you know, because you 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 up there now, so you don't have to you don't have to talk to the small people, you know. Anybody that does you like that or they're smaller than you will ever be. They are smaller than you will ever be. Because that kind of mindset is not the mindset of it, heaven. How in the world you gonna get higher than me and you came from where I came from? So we, we, don't, we don't carry ourselves like we rolling. And we don't have to because everything we have is stewardship. It comes, it goes. It comes, it goes. Where does it go? Into God's purpose, which is God's people, so that God can get the glory. I'm three minutes over. We did not start this to drive our big cars and live in our big houses 
and act like nobody else exists. We didn't start this to where we couldn't have conversations with common people. I'm preaching like a wild man tonight. Tomorrow morning, I'll be praying over the entire city of Birmingham. I'll stand up there and I will articulate and declare. I'll have my suit on and I won't move from the podium. I'll just open up my mouth and I already have what I'm going to say. So I ain't got to worry about getting up early enough to put nothing together because I'm ready. Now, if I can be ready for this and that, why you can't be ready for this? I said, why you? I, why, why can't you be diverse? When you say you have the Holy Ghost and the glory of God is on you, why can't you be the, somebody that ministers down here? Because Jesus took off his robe and took a, put a towel around his waist and washed feet. Why can't you wash feet anymore? Maybe you don't got up on your cell. Maybe, maybe you having a conversation with something that you say is God. I say it's the devil. started we weren't even pastoring we were providing money to put for a family that couldn't have their little boy's hair cut so we gave them money we weren't pastoring them this is over 25 years ago we saw this family we knew they were struggling so we provide money so the boys could get a haircut the boys came back to church that next day you should have that next service you should have saw how nice they looked we would see people who we knew we were struggling and while they were going through we would slip by and slip some cash down in their pockets and keep on walking this is before we were pastoring glory's on us glory's on us glory's on us i don't know who you've been talking to that gave you the wrong perspective of me because if you get close enough to me i'm gonna be a blessing to you and somebody gave you the wrong perspective and guess what maybe you had something wrong in your heart because you believe that lie Angel sitting right there, but Angel, do you remember when we used to serve your family back in the day? Back in the day, we used to serve your family. Now she's sitting in this church, and this is like 24 years later, and she's in this church. Everything ain't perfect for you, but you do know where to go to get some help from. And we were helping then, and we didn't have no large congregation. You ain't gonna change who we are. Who have you become because you got something you didn't have then? God can't trust you any further with you acting like that. I need somebody to jump up on your feet and give God the best praise you can give him. You wanna know why? Because God's been so good to you. Yes, he has. And now you're the extension of glory. You reach the places that other people can't reach to. I got to go. I got to go. A pastor had me to come preach. I think it was three nights. First night, I laid hands on people and they were falling out because the glory of God has always been on my life. And uh, he called me upstairs the second night before the service and said, my people are not comfortable with that. So uh, will you not lay hands on people tonight? I said, sure. So I just shifted up another optic in my preaching and they fell out anyway. They were in the fuse falling out. They were all around the altar. I didn't touch anybody. When you got it, you just got it. And it's time for us to have it. You may 
walk through somebody, pass somebody on the job tomorrow, and they just fall out. You said, what's wrong with them? They take, they got too close to the glory. Somebody's fixing to get delivered because they got too close to the glory. Somebody's not going to need any presence because they got too close to the glory. Somebody's going to be healed of cancer because they got too close to the glory. The shatter of Peter Hill, it was the glory of God. How much power do you have that when somebody gets around you, they feel the glory. I want you to shout glory, 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 glory. pastors in here just to have a church serving. God is distributing glory on their lives. I said I feel the Holy Ghost something changing, something shifting. There's some deliverance taking place up in this house right now. There's a breakthrough happening in the lives of the people right now. God's arresting the devil and releasing you to go into freedom. I dare you to go to a place in God where the devils can't have you. Demons can't have you. Curses can't have you. Somebody shout. It's on your husband, it's on 
enough because there has not been enough glory. So they're dealing with all kind of stuff personally because they have no one to force it to. But I need about 50 men in this house to start jumping and clapping and shouting because the glory. against everything that looked like me. So there's no way I can hide in a neighborhood. There's no way I can hide on some job. There's no way I can hide in some promotion because I knew hell had an assignment against everything that looked like me. I can see what there was a generational curse on all my brothers and on my, my, my nephews. I can see it. I can see stuff that were happening for them that glory protected me from. I can see how they struggle and glory protected me from it. And glory protected me from it because my daddy had some stuff going on with him that tried to come into my life. But glory came on my life. And you can't find no trace of my daddy's devils in me because glory will shine so much in your soul. And I need somebody that see the characteristics of weakness in your bloodline. But you made up your mind that God's glory is going to shine in your life. I believe in a split second. God will remove every ounce of whatever it is that demonstrates darkness. I'm going to give you 60 more seconds to let that thing go. it impacts the perspective of people outside of this church but I will say this some people have gotten to a place that they're not going to confront 
was trying to choke them out because they feel like it costs too much. Apostle, I'm never letting this church gotten to a place to where I couldn't choke the devil that been trying to choke me. I will never allow the enemy to keep his hands around the neck of the people I lead. Because I'm anointed for you to be free. The glory of God is on this place. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.